Come one, come all to the After Dark Podcast. The podcast in which Sheriff Anthony does his best to wrangle Conrad through Westworld, one doggone episode at a time. So kick back and grab yourself some Apple Jack, or some Adam's Ale if that's your preferred poison, and get ready for these two wannabe cowboys to ramble the night away. Music was provided by the fantastic Nancy White and Jared Iscariot. Enjoy the show! Hello, and welcome to the After Dark Podcast. I'm Anthony James, and that's Conrad. Hello! <laughs> yes, Conrad, I didn't talk over you this time. Success. No, you let me come in. I have got... Uh, you haven't actually asked me how I am, but how I apologise to any, any of the video watchers. Do you ever get that thing where, when you're tired one of your eyel- uh, eyelids just like starts twitching randomly. Have you yeah, ever get that? I I've do. got that at the moment. I've had it for the last week or so. Um, and I, it's just, it's probably, the, people probably can't even see it, but I've just become aware of it. And it's like, this is gonna, <laughs> this is the worst possible timing for this, but we'll persevere. We'll, we'll persevere, we'll persevere through. Yeah, if Conrad has that, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's a very tired man. He's a busy man. I, I'm going to be honest, I was yeah. pretty tired yesterday too. I ended up going to bed at like nine o'clock yesterday. Um, just, yeah, just it's one of those days. I think it's, it's we're winter just, time. We're just tired men. It's we're just, just it's winter time. Everyone's working hard, looking forward to the holidays. It's just what it is, guys. You must notice we are very tired men because we accidentally put this up. No, we didn't accidentally. I'm just joking. But this is up. <laughs> this is up a day later than uh, that it usually is. So we apologize. Do apologize for that. Uh, we try to get everything uh, after dark out on Mondays. Didn't happen this week due, due to busy schedules on my end. I hadn't get it, got it watched yet. But I have got it watched now. So we are here to talk about Westworld season three. Episode three, the absence of field. Do you remember when yes. we used to try and pronounce the German names of the dark dark episodes? Jeez, that was yeah. a trick, wasn't it? I can't. I was. I was just thinking whether I can even attempt to say that to say the absence of field in German, and I just can't. I can't. Oh, I'm not even. It. I'm not even. Yeah, I'm not even going to try and get you to do it. Anyway, we saw an episode. We're back into the cybery, punky sort of futuristic yep. world here, Conrad. First of all, what was your reaction to getting back in this world? Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something first. Actually, I'm just gonna stick this right in the beginning of the okay. episode because people have been coming after me in the streets. They've been saying, "Conrad, oh, yeah. why haven't you watched the season two post credit scene?" And <laughs> I'm not having it anymore. I've t- I, a man can only take so much, and I've reached my tipping point. I watched the season two post credit scene, so that's what I'm gonna start with. I don't care what questions you ask me. That's what I'm starting with, and then we'll get to your then the we'll dogs. get to your side Call off the dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You are you are not permitted to take the shot because he's finally watched it. Okay, so thoughts very quickly on that. Okay, Man in Black is somehow still alive, which I find ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I still think he's a host because how, how many times has that man been shot? It's just it's unreasonable. <laughs> um, and then he emerges from a cargo, what kind of looks like a cargo container, to find his daughter and like the decrepit remains of a facility that looks an awful lot like where James Delos was. Yeah, so. My my thinking was, oh, he made a host of his daughter and he has found... And they're talking about like him finding his own loop in the real world, which seems to be implying that he sort of inserts himself into simulation after simulation of the park. Or maybe that isn't even what his daughter looks like. Basically, yeah. I think it's implied that he's kind of losing his mind. But mm-hmm. and, and the problem with this as well is it's happening at the end of season two with me having seen part of season three. Yeah, yeah. So... I have to 
sort of entertain the possibility that they just changed their mind between seasons as to what was going to happen. But watching this makes me think that everything that is happening in season three is a simulation <laughs> and and the like decrepit remains of a futuristic society that uh, the man in black wakes up in at the end of season two is actually reality, maybe, or maybe that's a simulation. It's, it's kind of impossible to say one way or the other, though. Yeah, it was definitely an interesting after credit scene, though. I think that they were hinting at the idea that we did kind of get explanation of through Dolores to Caleb in this episode about, like, you know, the human loops and the predictions of yeah. where they're going to... It was hinting at that, but it didn't really feel the same as that when they first did it in that after credit scene. I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. Well, I'm sure we haven't even seen Man in Black yet in this uh, season so far. Do you think he's going to be in it? I mean, he's got to be, hasn't he? Like, they can't just, like, <laughs> have him just disappear. That's from the, the end of him. That's just the end of him. They just recast him as someone else, and we, we, we don't realize yet. Maybe Charlotte's the Man in Black. Who knows? Oh, well, um, we're going to get into that as well. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, to answer your initial question. We're back in the cyberpunk world and it's like slipping on an old pair of slippers. It's it's a lovely feeling um, <laughs> to get a bit of this. This 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 wasn't... Second episode was bad. This one was okay. Uh, okay. I, it was better than the second, not as good as the first, I think. There, there was... Although I love a lot of the cyberpunk-y stuff um, and there was some right off the bat in this with the Charlotte corporate stuff that's going on there. Um, there's some storylines in this episode that didn't really work for me. Well, you I'm say some storylines. There's literally only a couple of storylines. Yeah, there's, there's two. So, there's two. like the the first one, which is probably the biggest one, is the Charlotte stuff. So, okay, let me let me just explain this to you, Conrad. I'm sure you got I'm sure you got all of this, but uh, yeah. So we know that Charlotte was printed by Bernard on the island, right? So therefore, um, therefore the idea that on the island sounds like we're talking about dark. No, sorry, sounds like we're talking about Lost, but we're not. We're not talking about Lost. Um, but. <laughs> We're talking we? so on the island. We gotta go back. But basically, um oh Bernard already said that. But uh <laughs> anyway, Conrad, my point is Charlotte was printed on the <laughs> island. Dolores's pearl nut thing was put inside her head. She was then taken back over the seas into the real mm. world, and now this host Charlotte with uh Dolores' brain nut is there. We saw a body getting printed, that was Dolores's new body. And yeah. then <clears throat> the uh, Dolores brain nut, which was in the Charlotte host, is now in the Dolores host. And then yeah. Dolores put a different brain nut pearl thing, which she brought with her. She brought four of them, five yeah. of them potentially, uh, and then put them including in. Including her own. Yeah, I think it's five including hers, I think, right? Well, I think I think there was, was there not still three on the table and then the other red one as well? Yeah, I think there was. So that means there's was, six yeah. in total. So, yeah. so she put then one of the ones she brought with her into Charlotte um yeah and then that 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 host woke up in charlotte's body not knowing who they are so yeah. i suppose the first question is conrad which is hinted at throughout who is this oh gee okay so i i didn't really spot any explicit hints as to who it actually was obviously you get the hints that it's not charlotte um not and my, charlotte. my 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 gut reaction was say okay who who's dolores gonna bring with her um and so it kind of narrows it down to people that she's close to. And then it's like, well, of the people that she's close to, who is always complaining and feeling sorry for themselves? And that, that narrows it down to either Peter Abernathy or Teddy. <laughs> like, <for me. laughs> and, I, and I was like, okay, 
just for just for just for the fun of it, I'm gonna say I reckon it's Teddy in there because that'd be great. That'd just be such a horrible way for Teddy, who like killed himself, just like I can't go with you, Dolores. And then Dolores is like, "We'll fucking see about that," and uh, <laughs> just sticks his nut in some CEO and like you can't kill yourself now because you're too important. Um, or a CEO. Uh, <laughs> have you seen that cringe thing? Like, yes, I have seen that. I have seen that ridiculous. Uh, I don't even know what um, what like uh, trade show that is from, but I've seen yeah. the clip of it. Yeah, just just type if you don't know what I'm talking about, just type in uh, YouTube or a CEO. Pause this yep. video. Go and do that. It is worth doing. It's hilarious. Anyway, very funny. Uh, but, okay, that's your prediction then, Teddy. Teddy inside uh, Charlotte. Yeah, body. I'm gonna say Teddy. Uh, Peter Abernathy was the other one, but I don't think Peter is as much of a big character to the creators of this show as he is in my heart. So I, okay. I, I think it's probably, it's likely to be Teddy. Um, okay, interesting, interesting. I mean, yeah. It's not Maeve, because, uh, like, I mean, I guess this this is this is mm. an interesting thing that the show hasn't really gotten into, that, we, you know, we know Maeve has woken up in the real yeah. world. Mm-hmm. So c- can you have duplicates of the nuts? Well, I or suppose, is could, the you, implication... could you copy them? Technically, I suppose you could copy them because they are yeah. just data, you know? Because, I, I mean, my, but I did think about Maeve briefly, but then I was like, well, Maeve's nut is in Maeve, presumably. So yeah. um, I, unless there's a way to copy them that we haven't seen yet, I discounted her from, from the potential That's list. really interesting, though, because if you copy them, then that brings a whole... Because the whole idea is like the Dolores is arguing for personhood of these hosts, you know? Yes. So if you yeah. were to copy them, how does that hold? Does that work, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's an interesting um, potential exploration of the um, issues around identity that mm-hmm. this show is 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 getting into. It'd be, it'd be fun if they did it, but I mean, they may not. I, I, I've seen no evidence that they're going to, so I don't want to get my hopes up. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Okay, well then, uh, that's that's great. Well, well Charlotte's storyline is not just that, though. That's like sort of the start of it. And yeah. she, does, she doesn't really know. We're just going to refer to Charlotte as Charlotte from now on, who until we know what's going on there. I've got but, down as Charlotte hyphen bot. That's what yeah, I call her. Yeah, the Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte bot. Uh, Charlotte dot JPEG. But uh, basically, she is um, living the life of Charlotte, uh, of Charlotte in in, yep. the, in the the boardroom. Uh, we also have her at home with her family. Well, that's where her family used to live, I suppose. And yep. we meet a person who seemed to be her ex partner. And, yeah. and and a mysterious Nathan. Uh, who did you think Nathan was? First of all, um, I, I don't really know if I had had that many thoughts about it. I mean, she she was sending like a human Charlotte was sending a um, a communique to uh, to Nathan um, from from the park. So my my first thought was, okay, well that's either going to be a partner or a child because yeah. those are the kind of people that you send uh, a a desperate uh, message to when you think you're about to die. Mm-hmm. um but yeah this it's a it's a weird storyline this because on one hand it's it's it fleshes out charlotte as a character on the other hand i don't know if i really like the attempt to a kind of humanize someone who is a bit of a corporate monster yeah. um and, and it goes back to what we said before um about characters or not just characters but plot points being kind of introduced retrospectively yeah. into this show uh you know we were with charlotte a lot of the time in season two and not once did she mention nathan yeah. which uh i don't know just I, I i guess in the situation she's in maybe it doesn't make sense for him to come up but it just feels a little kind of unearned to suddenly be like but she was a mother yeah, <laughs> and then, yeah, to, yeah. And then to be like, okay, all right, thank, great, well done, Westworld. Yeah, we need some <laughs> retrospective empathy for this woman. She's a mother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, 
and I, I found <clears throat> her storyline, I thought, was the weakest part of this episode. I, I loved, like, the the initial um, kind of introduction of her, her story, or not introduction of her story, but in this episode, the beginning of her story, where mm -hmm. she's talking about there being, it, it's basically just, just like cyberpunk stock nonsense that she's talking, where they say, <laughs> like, stock manipulation and creeping a creeping tender and all these kind of great, nonsense phrases they showed a pie chart totally they showed believe. a pie chart, they did so show a pie chart. Yeah. i believe it yeah. i believe it you know um <laughs> but it, it like i love all that stuff because it's just total horseshit but whatever I'm, I'm i'm totally on board with it but then this i like i feel like they were kind of relying upon the audience being brought along by this mystery of like who actually is in charlotte while also um kind of finding empathy for charlotte the now deceased human through her relationship with or the relationship that Charlotte Bott is forming with her son. And I didn't catch her ex-partner's name, but... Um, not sure. Yeah. Yeah, not but sure. But I, I, I just, yeah, it didn't, didn't super, super work for me, to be honest. And and then we, we kind of talked about this a bit off air, but <laughs> there's two... I, 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 I'm, I'm not a professional writer. I'm not going to criticise people who are professional writers or, or try and do their job for them. But... When you bring up the topics of self-harm and paedophilia yep. in the same episode and just kind of like, meh, just like toss them off as like, this is a shorthand for characterization. It's a bit like, come on, guys, you could do, you could have done better than this. You could have spent a bit more time on these uh, fairly serious topics. Yeah, like, yeah. to be honest with you, I, I, like, I don't know, the, the, the idea of like, you know, child abuse and stuff is pretty serious uh and yeah. I, I think they are using it in a tasteful way here like they are actually having uh charlotte you know obviously stand up to this guy and like you know teach him a lesson you know um and it helps her sort of be, be more empathetic towards her own son but as we yeah. said it is very like, shortcut you know it's very shortcut hacky writing yeah. to be just like some random guy yeah. a random pedophile like who turns up and he's just like yeah. hello i'm here to die yeah it, how do, how do like... we how do we build empathy into this character uh this female character well let's let's have a you know a pedophile try to uh yeah. you know abduct or whatever you want to say her son it, it's it's very extreme for the, for yeah. the two minute beat it needed to be you know yeah and and, and you know i think if you take a step back from that characterization and you're like the only way we can make people have empathy with this character is by making them kill a pedophile it's like well i mean it's not like it, it, you're not doing a great job of like building natural empathy for the character like no one is watching charlotte bot kill a pedophile and be like maybe she's not so bad after all <laughs> like, yeah you'd expect even like, the worst person in the world to do that uh yeah it's not it's not like a, this isn't like a beacon of morality. <laughs> i know she's not really supposed to be like a beacon of morality but it's it, it just i don't know it didn't work at all it felt very cheap and unarmed and i think it would have worked for me a bit more if they hadn't i don't want to say they tossed this one off as well because i think they're probably going to come back to it or they certainly seemed like they were hinting at it, but the self-harm angle as well was a bit like, I like what they're doing with that, mm -hmm. but it did feel a bit kind of like just thrown out there and not really explored in this episode in a way that maybe it could have been. So then having that and then having the random pedophile show up was a bit like, okay, you're kind of, yeah you're kind of not thinking too hard about this i don't think i mean long to long time listeners back into it even a very early dark stuff know how you you felt about the like you know the regina stuff as well and like the idea yeah. that self-harm is introduced as a character point to show you how how strong how much they're struggling um yeah, yeah it, it, it it again again it wasn't it wasn't done in bad taste but at, but at the same time 
they, they're, they're, you know, it's 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 the first go-to thought. And actually, on that, this 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 episode is filled with a load of uh, first go-to thoughts because I wanted to talk about as well the way that she uh, watches the live or the human Charlotte uh, singing the song to Nathan. Um, yeah. Now, could you have chosen a more bargain bucket song? for your oh my for, God. for your song it's like it's my it's our, spe- <laughs> it's our special song i'm gonna sing it to you and it's just like oh what is it the first song that comes into every parent's head when they're about to put their kid to bed you always yeah, skip over I, that one you think no that's too basic we're not gonna sing you are my sunshine that's too basic let's get actually a better one here you know she, yeah, she actually so, committed, it's, committed it's that so, to video absolute like bargain basement <laughs> song to be singing it's just like, come on the year is like 2050 or like whatever, like whenever this is set. There must be new songs by then. But also, like it incepted uh, host Charlotte's brain because it's like, do please don't take my sunshine away, and that's actually what uh, made her. Because there was there was a pedophile going to take him away, so that made her that made well, her care. So, so it's actually very layered. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Actually, it's, a, it's like an onion. Um, there, there is actually something I wanted to raise, and you've mentioned inserting things into Charlotte's brain, and that's reminded me. So Charlotte Bott, by the way she reacts to her ex-partner mentioning the name Nathan, doesn't seem to know who Nathan is at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. Um, oh, you you have... Oh, Conrad, this is usually my job, but you have done it. You have got a plot right. hole here. But she goes straight in for the uh, for the romance with that character. So it's like, okay, so you don't know who your son is, which is understandable because you're not Charlotte, but you do know who this random man, or, or not even like you know who this random man in your apartment is, but you know that this random man in your apartment is someone that you could potentially have sex with. It's just like, it bothered me a lot. But, okay, but, okay, uh, that wasn't what I was alluding to. So I gave you too much credit. Okay. I gave you too much credit there, Conrad. But, but, what were you going to say? But you are right. That was that was zero to 100, very quick. Uh, again, crazy women just throw themselves at people, apparently. But uh, yeah. I've not noticed that in my life. I'm, you know, that's... No. The, that's not happened to anyone I know. I don't know any CEOs though, or robots for that yeah. matter. So I mean, that's true. Maybe that's I'm hanging true. out with the wrong people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or or not people. So, uh, but no. What I was going to refer to was careful now. She... Dolores will have you. <laughs> <laughs> now this might just be this might be that these robots uh, are now at the point where they are connected to the internet all the time. But do you notice that when she did confront the pedophile uh, and he said, uh, you know, I've just met your son here today for the first time. And she said, no, you met him last Thursday. Now, am I to think, unless this is Friday, unless this is Friday, she didn't even remember her son's name. So how did she yeah. know what happened oh, yeah, on but, Thursday? Yeah. I'm glad you pointed. Also, what kind of person sits on that information? You know, <laughs> like, like I'll wait for him to strike again before yeah. <laughs> before I act. You got the, on the this. guys in the bushes next next to her. You know, she's, she's yeah. set up a whole perimeter. Yeah, no? it's not even like it's like a honey trap like situation, which is an awful thing to, to suggest about a yeah, child. Yeah. But it's not even like she's doing that because she explicitly wants to kill him. And it's like, <laughs> if you want to kill him, why wait until he's trying to groom your son in a playground again? Like, go and kill him at night somewhere. You're a robot. Like, you don't have to wait. Did she start that conversation with the intention of killing that man, though? Uh, you probably, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, you know, there was no, she wasn't, she at no point did she consider phoning the police. Let's be honest. Well, to be honest with you, that is a divergence, isn't it? Because there's no chance that they predicted that she was going to kill that guy. That's a divergence from the uh, Rehoboam plan. If there ever oh, was, oh yeah, one. Rehoboam's going to have going to have some trouble with that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, we've got to find another find another child abuser in the uh, in the ether to fill that role. I always love as well whenever they've got scenes like that where they're like, people are going to ask why 
light wasn't caught on camera, you know, because this is a futuristic world, there's cameras everywhere. I always love how they just build in little things to stop the haters afterwards. Like she says, yeah. thank you for doing my job for me. For blocking yeah, he's, it, got yeah. A, he's got a thing with a red light on it that stops the cameras, all right? Leave it, shut up. That's what I just love. I love when they build that sort of stuff in, which is just like, you can't get us with your stupid plot holes. Yeah, but she didn't know her son's name yesterday, but she, <laughs> <laughs> apparently she knew about this pedo on Thursday. So what's going on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh god they're trying to be too clever for their own good anyway okay yeah. so um that's charlotte uh she does meet up with uh, dolores again she's not feeling yep. very well they have a little bit of a spoon and then uh all seems to be right as rain again that was actually before the spooning i think was before she killed the guy uh, just to put it out there I think yeah that... it was be- before she killed the guy and before she went to go and see engelrod or whatever his name i'm, I'm just gonna keep calling him engelrod, engelrod until... humperdink yeah, Engel- <laughs> yeah that is what it makes me think of it's yeah. a ridiculous name it really is um but yeah before she went to see vincent cassell uh at the end which was a, a meeting that doesn't didn't really tell us that much i mean you can kind of he's talking about how he owns her and yeah. you know there's a there's a double meaning there obviously because he potentially doesn't know that that she's a host and therefore um it you know it means it means one thing to him and another to the audience but uh I don't think we got, actually got too much out of it. I thought she did a good job, to be honest with you, of pretending, like you know, that she knew who this guy was, and like she, she like sort of just went along with what he was saying. I thought, like, I yeah. think whenever, <laughs> better he, job than she did of pretending she knew who her son was with yeah, her ex partner. Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah, she's learned. <laughs> she's learned from it. You know, she's she's yeah. learning. She's only new to this body. But uh, I like because I like he said something like, um, you know, why haven't you got it done yet or whatever? And she's immediately said things have been complicated or something. I was like, oh, she's on it. She's on it. Um, so actually, I didn't, I didn't mind that to be honest with you. But uh, okay, so that's basically how it ends. We find out that Charlotte was in cahoots with this guy Serac. That's who she was trying to get the information out to. Which yeah. actually, Conrad does make it corporate espionage, which was what you were saying was it was all the way back in the day. And I was questioning, saying, is it corporate espionage if it's her own company? But actually, we find out now it wasn't her own company she was doing it for. But it kind of is because now he's bought the shares. So yeah, I mean it's it, it's all it's all corporate espionage. Um, he's you bought know, the I, sh- I, hang on. He's bought the shares. Why does why does he why is he trying to get the information out of the company? You're going to own the company soon, mate. Like why? Uh, but I mean, I'll tell you as as someone who is watching <laughs> Succession at the moment, which is a great TV show. Um, just because you own a company doesn't necessarily mean that you know everything that goes on in that company. <laughs> so he's you know he's 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 influence peddling within the company to make sure he's got all the he's got all the dirt. You know what it's like. Like it's like in football when Pep Guardiola was coming to Man City and for a whole year before they knew, so they were buying the players he wanted, you know? Oh, right, yeah. Getting yeah, it yeah. ready for him. Getting it ready for him. Seeding them in. Seeding the players <laughs> in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. Okay, so there we go. Um, we've got a good prediction of who she is. We've talked about her her journey in this episode. I think it's time to talk a little bit about Caleb. Now, uh, sure. old Cal. Uh, now, Dolores doesn't can't remember who she is. Uh, Dolores can't remember her own son. And Caleb's mother can't remember him. No, yeah. So it's it's a nice little a nice little um a juxt not juxtaposition. I guess comparison is is more accurate uh, mm-hmm. word there. But and and, and a, a nice sort of codependent relationship of damaged people, um, which can be a bit like on the nose. I find in some things where it's like, oh, we're both so broken. Let's find yeah. love together. It's like okay, all right, fine. Um, but they actually do a quite good job in this. I think um and and you get to see the majority of like the cool cyberpunky stuff Mm -hmm. um 
in this um in in this episode there's one bit that i have to talk about which is hilarious which is first of all i love that although this is a very very like heavy-handed metaphor the emts and the ambulance just be like i don't know what to do until the machine tells us what to do like it's like the idea that humanity has just abandoned all medical knowledge to (laughs) machines is like maybe it'll happen but it feels a bit unlikely that emts are just literally essentially taxi drivers who are like the machine tells us what to do with this person and that's what we do but caleb um, knows and he started pumping blood into her though as he well. does yeah so caleb but we know that caleb was in the forces and was was a, was, was um a medic um but um i i love the um the revelation like so they bring back like the gig economy app like the uber for criminals that, yeah. that caleb's been using but i love i love that corporate espionage use that as well like so it's not just like low level low level crime of you know go rob a bank or go go steal yeah. this thing like the, the 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 blackest of black ops like the stuff that no one should know about it's just like if you've got the app it's like <laughs> oh yeah yeah someone's come to kill this woman right yeah. i'll take it i'll take it yeah it's so funny and like he just checks it. and the fact that it tells other people who aren't on the job that there's a job <laughs> coming their way just it just it feels like there's some flaws in that app design which i found very funny but oh, i mean God. it it didn't work anyway they they all got killed well they all got killed because they, they can't uh you know uh go up against dolores because they can't predict her but let me say let no. me say this to you conrad though she was lying dead for a good 20 minutes i'd say before she got yeah. into that uh, ambulance uh, Caleb pumps some human blood in her, into her. Uh, now, yeah. we know that her blood is not human because it said that there was no antibodies, there was no blood type, there was nothing. So it's just literally like yeah. this liquid that does something just, else. Yeah, it's, just, it's just ketchup. That's all it is. Yeah, so I suppose that means it's okay that Caleb didn't really check her blood type before firing blood into her, unless everything's <laughs> O negative going in, like unless that's the case, which I yeah, suppose... Yeah, they've just bred, they've bred all blood types out, so it's just yeah. one now. Um... It's just one blood type. And like, just throw, it's a good thing that that liquid in her body didn't coagulate. But as as hosts and man, hosts and man in black, I should say, are wont to do in this show... No matter how injured you are, eventually you'll just get up. It's like a footballer talking about football again, rolling around yeah, the ground for yeah. twenty minutes. All of a sudden, the ball's coming. Oh, up again! You know, yeah. That's... You just need. Um, I mean, it's like Dragon Ball Z as well. You know, like someone gets the shit beaten out of them, they stay on the ground for twenty minutes, and then they stand back up and they're ready to fight again. Yeah. That's how it works in this as well. Like Dolores, she got that human blood in her, and may- actually maybe the human blood was um, like the secret sauce. It was like spinach to Popeye or something. Yeah. Like it went into Dolores' system, and suddenly she was like. Bada, 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 and like her arms turn into animals. Yeah. Humans are she... the strongest after all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It turns out I've been coming at this the wrong way. We need to enslave them and use them as blood farms. So it wasn't Caleb's good nature uh, and trying to save her that actually changed her mind. It was the human blood within her. I think that's a good theory. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, and she is part, she's sort of gone. Um, she's like a reverse blade now, or I guess just blade because <laughs> blade's still half human um, where she she's like half human, half robot. <laughs> Um, which I don't know how that's going to manifest itself going forward. Maybe she'll become really into, uh, I don't know, like the the office or something like that. That'll be a human. <laughs> Just some Horton Dwight's fruit. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Uh, okay, so... Okay, there's only one one more thing really to talk about in terms of the story. So we get all the, you know, the action and stuff. Caleb gets, obviously, you know, they come after him because obviously they... Uh, they you know he he stopped them getting the prize asset yeah. so they come after him he doesn't give it up uh he doesn't give up nope. where she is even though he doesn't know he doesn't give it up uh so then uh she comes and saves him 
where is Dolores? Yeah. Here I am. Bang, bang. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And take him to the, I just want to say like they, the wisecracking robot, it's not actually a wisecracking robot in any way, shape or form. Cause it hasn't said anything, yeah. but it tried to save him. And I, I, I was so happy to see it come back. And then so sad to see it just get thrown off the roof. Yep. What yeah. a character. <laughs> what a, what a character. Oh God. It, it, it rivals the one from rogue one hundred percent. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Basically, um, she realizes that Caleb's actually a good enough fella, and she thinks she's going to bring him into the into the fold. So she takes him to the diner where his he last time he saw his uh, well, actually his mum. He didn't see his mum for six months after that because she uh, was diagnosed. She was schizophrenic. Uh, yeah, she was. Um, what's the word? She was uh, committed because she yeah. uh, schizophrenic, and he went into care for for six months. Yeah, and there was a waitress called Sarah. And anyway, she knows all this. She takes him to a to a pier where uh, it's predicted in uh, ten to twelve years he's going to uh, die by suicide, and yeah. basically reveals to him that the whole uh, of humans' life has been uh, tracked and monitored by this thing called Rehoboam. And basically, yeah. they are all living on their own path. What do you What do you think of that? That's all the all this Conrad. I mean, it's it's you know, it's it's the metaphor or the central metaphor of Westworld writ large, really, isn't it? You know, it's the mm-hmm. the, the the first season was about hosts escaping escaping their destiny, but that but that theme was also applied to a lot of humans who were kind of repeating the same behaviors in their lives, and we see the same theme come back again here. And I think it's a really interesting expansion of that theme applying it to literally the entire human race um you know the idea of trying to escape one's own destiny is one that is is well trodden at this point and Mm -hmm. i I think i'm I'm hopeful that they'll do a good job of exploring it this i think i think they will I'm, i'm excited to see how that works out for caleb though i think he's not a character who seems like he has anything to live for so I don't see it ending super well for Caleb. Um, yeah. But but you know maybe maybe he and Dolores will live happily ever after. I doubt it, but maybe. <laughs> maybe you never know. Um, yeah. So okay. Well, that's interesting to know. Uh, that uh, that's how, that's how you feel about. It. I th- I think I kind of felt like to be honest with you, I, like I do like I do like this idea of like the humanity within chains, you know, and they need to sort of break them free. I like I like it. It just, mm. I'm really interested to see. I've seen season three. I'm really interested to see what season four is like because if it's anything like Prison Break, um, it's not going to be good because <laughs> season one, they were in the prison. Spoilers, Prison Break, by the way. Uh, they break out of I the mean, prison. I mean, clues in the name. I mean, it's called Prison Break. <laughs> like, they, they, they break out. Second season is sort of the fallout of that, uh, which is kind of what we got in season two of this. And then season three, they get put into a different prison. And they're all yeah. in a whole new prison. So prison, that, prison break three. Yeah, the and, prison and, again. And they go out to they try to break out again, but also break some other characters out too who were already in the prison. So that's like this is what this what this is. They're in a different prison now. It's the real world. Then they're going to try and help some other people break out of it. Um, yeah. I there is a sort of overtone there, and so I'm hoping that they don't just continue following that path because prison break didn't end well. Let's be honest. I I mean I I think they will. I think they've shown if any if, if there is a if there is a clear path to follow, even if they've followed it before, they will follow it again. So uh, it's like, literally I, it, it should be even meta. The next season should come out to the creators of this show, and they're just creating other shows that have already existed. Well, that that's why I was thinking, oh, maybe the Man in Black is actually in the real world, and everything else is a simulation, and it just keeps on stepping up and up and up through layers until finally it just ends with like lisa joy just sat in a chair for 10 episodes of television explaining what she would have done with the next season if she <laughs> yeah. could be bothered 
I, that's 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 fantastic that reminds me of like a children's book that i used to have when i was young and like it was a picture and then the next one was inside the next picture and inside the next picture it kept going in um yeah. that oh yeah that would be amazing like oh it kept going out something like, i don't know anyway okay but the last thing connor i wanted to mention was a couple of aspects of world building they're doing now i like the Go world on. that they're building um i think it's interesting when you compare it to that film reminiscence we went to see which they obviously they wrote as well because uh, yeah. I told you that Reminiscence felt like all the all the ideas they had for this world that got thrown on the cutting room floor. Um, so this one, they had, they added a few bits of, of uh, building in. Uh, the first one was those massive riot bots at the start. Yeah, those are cool. What do you think is going to happen with those? Because that's like sort of Chekhov's riot bot, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's going to be an uprising. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna say it at some you point. You don't show a you riot bot for no reason. No, the, I mean, you don't listen. I, this, is not, this is not my first walk around the cyberpunk block, right? <laughs> at some point, there's going to be social unrest in a cyberpunk setting, especially when it's like, de- when you depict this like really palatial environment with like riot bots everywhere. It's like, okay, yeah. well, those are going to be used at some point. So presumably... Um, the public is going to find out about Rehoboam. There's going to be some kind of like gr- mm-hmm. grassroots uprising, and it's going to be like the gig economy uh, for crime app is going to be like let's all just fucking burn shit at, uh, at Insight and uh, and Delos. Um, well, so I think yeah, that's yeah. likely to be what happens there. But I totally agree. I I love that. It's not even really set dressing, but it but but like those little just those cool designs that they just sneak in uh, in the background. And the, uh, the last thing was, uh, I was going to mention how the ambulance worked, but we already talked about that. So the other thing was yeah. um, the no more elephants line. There's no more elephants in the real world. Oh, I missed that. When did they say there were no more, ele- no more elephants? Oh, because little Nathan was saying, why can't we go see re- real elephants? He goes, well, there's none left. There's none left. Oh, okay. I totally missed that. But I mean, that's very believable. That's very, very, yeah. very believable. Like, give it give it 20 years or so and um, and we'll have, we'll have dealt with them. <laughs> <laughs> dealt with them well i love the elephants just to say how this half of the point elephants love... as well no like... he, he wants to deal with them guys he I'm loves ivory saying, he loves ivory look, ivory i am yeah I'm, a, I'm an ivory merchant in my spare time, <laughs> in my spare time. <laughs> i'm like you, you know how um you know how on some like of those really bad like true crime shows they'll get like a talking head interview from someone who's like former mafioso oh, yeah, yeah. um that's that's what i am i'm like an ivory dealer who has also for some reason decided to make a podcast on the internet it's crazy you know like a little side side tangent here before we say goodbye uh little side tangent is it's elephants have undergone some crazy in like last like, 100 years or something they've undergone crazy speeded up human assisted evolution because now like all the ones with big tusks were getting killed and now like all the ones with smaller tusks are the ones who survived so all the kids have smaller tusks than they used to that's crazy oh, okay. that's crazy when you think that. about that isn't it but yeah i mean good i mean i'd like the ones with big tusks not to be killed as well yeah. to be honest well, that's, i feel that's like ideal what we should do- be doing is um, breeding them to have like kind of ear because c- they can flap their ears to keep themselves cool. Mm. So if you mount like kind of a leather harness with guns on it onto their back <laughs> and and loop the triggers around the ears so they have like ear controlled rifles yeah, yeah, on yeah. their back, teach them how to use those. That's the poachers are going to stop being a problem real fucking quick if, or, uh, if we do that. I mean, like that is that is the American way. Like if, if someone has a gun, <laughs> the, the solution is to give the other guy a gun too. So yeah. I, I don't see why we wouldn't give the elephants guns. If they want to give the teachers guns and give the elephants guns too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That'll, that'll, that'll fix this problem <laughs> quick smart is all I'm saying. All right, guys. Well, thanks very much for watching. We'll be back next week with episode four. Um, 
and then the week after that we're taking a week off for christmas so i'll remind you again of that week uh next week but we're back next week anyway uh so thanks very much for watching and we will see you later goodbye goodbye <laughs>